All spiritual growth is purely to consciously realize that we are all one and live every day in that positive mindset. The purpose of our lives is to complete an esoteric spiritual awakening and transformation where we are all consciously aware that we are one. The more we know about our higher selves intertwined with the universe and God as the essence of creation, the more meaningful it is to feel whole because we are one in the same. Everyone has energy within and the power transforms that energy into different vibrations and dimensions. Join Charlie May in the connection to self, your spirit guides and spirit angels. Ascend to higher frequencies, vibrations and other dimensions with the Spirit Guider. This is the Spirit Guider. I'm your host, Charlie May. And this is part two with Yale Bowman. How you doing today? Hi, Charlie. <laughs> you know, my time with you last time was just so intriguing. I had to have you back on the show. I wanted to talk to you because we really didn't get into it last time. People want to know about your personal journey because we didn't really get into it much last time. And I, it, it really does fascinate me. My personal journey is, is really unique. And I will start by saying it was it was a trial by fire, definitely. And not in the way that you probably think when I say that. But the first part of my life was really feeling unwell. You know, I just it, it was it wasn't feeling well in any way, mentally, physically, in any kind of way. And I've always attributed that to being sensitive and, and needing to find my way that I fit in the world. So that meant a lot of anxiety. It meant a lot of just like not feeling centered and not feeling like I felt safe in the world. You know, being being sensitive and being open and I did not know who I was, and I'm talking younger years, right? But I had a lot of anxiety, um, and that was one of the biggest things. I, I was, I would have never have talked to you about, you know, myself or any of this. I would have never talked to a stranger. I would have never talked in public. And now I meet strangers every day, right? You know, people are strangers to me and become clients and friends, and, you know. Yeah, so it's amazing the change for me when I look back on that person. Now, the second part of that, all that was health problems, and when I was probably in middle school health problems started being a thing for me. It's so about sixth grade. And they got worse up through high school. And I finished high school from home and I had digestive illness and like it's some kind of autoimmune and it eventually developed into digestive bleeding and, you know, a lot of vomiting and like gallbladder removal. And I was 98 pounds on my sickest, um, you know, from 18 to 20 years old. I was not in good shape. And I was essentially waiting to die. Now, by then, I had already been interested in all this stuff. Yeah, you got interested. You knew it too. Yeah. I mean, I was interested in, I was reading tarot when I was um, a teenager and I was interested in kind of magic and psychic reading, even from the age of eight. But it wasn't till I was around, you know, 18 that I started putting all the pieces together. And it wasn't even till a little bit after that, that I started offering you know, to try to help guide other people. And I remember the day that I decided I was going to do it for real. I decided if I'm not going to be well, I'm going to help other people be well. And so that was, that was the, the gist of it, you know, and, and that was the day I decided I'd make a website. I was, How old were you at that point? I was probably around 20 years old. So I'd been doing readings for a little while on and off. Um, and I I decided I'm just going to commit to doing this. This is and and I had dropped out of art school, mind you. I was I was in a program for animation and CGI, and I chose art because it was 
it was the, the easiest choice for me to make. You know, I've always loved art and being creative. And now this is my art, you know, so in a way I've always chosen art. But this, this really um, was a better expression of my gift. I, I could draw something photorealistic, right? But it didn't feel alive to me like doing this does. And so I know the moment I made that choice, everything changed. And in the year after I made that choice, um, you know, a lot of stuff happened. And things in the medical system didn't go well with me. And I left everything. I stopped taking all, you know, I don't recommend anyone do this, you know, unsupervised, mind you. But I stopped taking all medications and I, I decided to get off all the pain medications and things I was taking that like ease symptoms and all this, all the, um, like, um, what do they call steroid, you know, intestinal things and, and everything else and all the patches and whatever else. And I, I decided I would listen to my body and it, it was, I was lucky to meet some really helpful people along the way and everyone would just give me this little piece of advice. And I would use that. But I found the most powerful part of that experience was I settled on the fact that if I don't start thinking healthy, I'm never going to be healthy. And so the way I got well was I decided I had to believe just as equally as I could believe I'd be sick and I was going to die that I could be healthy. So I started with trying to have an equal belief that either way is possible. Were you into the laws of attraction? You know, that, that stuff wasn't as popular. And I had I was exposed to it, but I would say that a lot of it came from a natural inspiration mm -hmm. too. I didn't really... I didn't, the law of attraction didn't make sense to me as it was described. It was to me, I knew it like as the extent of the secret, you know, that the mm -hmm. book that yeah. was out. And so the next step I took was every day, I'll just try to stretch that belief a little further. I can be a little healthier. I can be a little bit more connected to what I'm trying to do and give my gift to the world. I can be a little bit more connected to healing, you know, my life and to providing that gift for other people. And, and in the year that I, I practiced that, I got rid of a cane. I stopped taking all all the prescriptions. You know, I, I put on uh, weight, and and in in the following years, and I just celebrated a milestone. I'm back up to my weight I was before. I you know I and I still deal with some some symptoms and things like that. But my journey is coming full circle, even just now with all the health things. And I spent all that time working on my gifts because I'm a I'm a I'm an observer. And, and since I'm, since I, my big thing is trying to stay connected with energy, a lot of what I described, it's like tasting or hearing. It's like using a sixth sense, but it's not quite like sight or smell or taste is. But to me, it feels like hearing a musical note or tasting something you remember the flavor of. So I just pay really close attention to energies within me and other people notice the patterns. And when people ask me, what is spirituality? I say, well, if you're not noticing patterns, it doesn't matter what you do. You're not, you're not practicing it. It's all about patterns and being aware and building a higher awareness of those patterns. And so that, that's always, you know, been, been my take on it. And as you can tell, I'm a little more grounded than a lot of people who do like psychic reading uh, and not all, than all of them, but I take a really grounded approach. I'm like, what can you do in this body here now to bring all that expansiveness into what you're doing and how you're living? And, and of course, that's because I had so many obstacles to overcome. Mm -hmm. and, and that's where I've developed a lot of my techniques that I help other people with. What's your strongest sense? I, would, I could only describe it as knowing. And, and through that knowing, I developed seeing and hearing and all the other senses. But the original sense for me was always just a knowingness. And, and I worked really hard to develop the vision back. And, the, you know, we lose those things when we grow up and we grow older. They were, they were all there originally, but I worked really hard. To, but I never lost the knowing. And so as I grew up into my teenage years, I worked hard. I'm going to grow on the vision, the clairvoyance, the clairaudience, uh, and the feeling in my body 
So it's it's a knowingness, and it branches into all these other. You know, the all the Claires have a have a mm-hmm. party together eventually. So I really love telling people to calm their mind. A lot of people always have questions. How do you become so sensitive to these subtle energies? You calm your mind and allow those energies to come to you. What advice would you give someone if they asked you that? How do I let these subtle energies be knowing to me? I will tell you, at least in my experience, my first time I started meditating was when I started getting sick in sixth grade. And I think meditation is one of the most powerful ways you're going to do it because you need to start becoming aware of your breath and your body and be able to slow things down and, and, and just being learning to be generally aware. Awareness of energy can also be summed up really well. Are you trusting your vibes? Are you even listening to them? Intuition. Yeah, vibes is the best word we have in English in my mind because it invokes that feeling that we all get but we often ignore. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's not that you don't have intuition or you don't notice energy. It's that it's inconvenient to what we've been taught and we have to relearn what's natural for us. That is true. A lot of people, everyone naturally has intuition. Everyone naturally has these powers. Yeah. They just don't pay attention to them or they ignore them because of what has been said by society yeah. to have them, to have us stop it. And it's hard to, it's hard to open things back up. But you know, it, it's so close you're standing on it is the issue with, with opening up your intuition when it feels far away from you. And a lot of people... I think, uh, you know, it's good to, to see where are you already using it that you can build on it. You know, are you are you listening to other your vibes and are there some you're too afraid to follow or that you're too afraid to be wrong? A lot of it is the mind having its own way and, and needing to just open that awareness up a little bit. So and I love the word vibes. It's the best English mm-hmm. word. And that's that's how I, where the word I point to people, because when you say vibes, they know what you mean. Do you think people get stuck, though, in our worldly system to not even care about their intuition anymore it's very overwhelming you know because we this the 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 body is wired for survival right so when the nervous system gets in that survival wiring it's very hard to get out of and you're not going to feel as intuitive and you're going to feel more inclined to ignore it and ignore even what's going on in your body so i mean the best thing you can do and that's why i recommend people practice some meditation even if it's guided is because your nervous system has to work you know and 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 the, the world is, is constantly pulling us out of balance because I, I believe we weren't meant for this level of output. I, I think we can adapt. I think we as people are the most adaptable things on, on earth possibly, May, or at least we, we, we rival other adaptable things in nature mm-hmm. um, for, for nature's quality that we still are a part of that natural whole. You know, we're not separate from it, and nature gave us that adaptability. But... I do believe the practices we're all coming into now and we're starting to even study them scientifically are going to be part of that adaptation. You know, it's at one point we gave ourselves tools like knives and flints and, you know, whatever else when we were primitive. Now we're giving ourselves tools we can't touch, but we we need these tools just as much. I do have an off-the-wall question that I wanted to ask you in the last session. Do you ever wonder what the future is going to be like on Earth, even though we won't be here, say, 3,000 years from now. Do you ever wonder that? I wonder a lot, and I, I love to muse, but I also, I, I'm a big I'm a big person when, when it comes to all that, the future, ironically, helping people with their future. I I'm a, I like to be aware of mine, but I love, I love a little bit of surprise. Yeah. When it comes to the future of humanity, I um I like like I told you last time we met. I really focus on what can I do today to build the best future, but also I want to find out just like everybody else. 
I, I, I want to be part of the process. And then because it, we are part of the process now. You're right. You know, there's there's a I saw something online not too long ago that was it's all you know, we a lot of times we think about going back in time and we could alter one small thing and it could alter everything in the future. But we don't often think about is, well, what if we alter something now? So what are we doing today? Right. Mm-hmm. And that, I love that seeing that online because I thought, wow, we all worry. What if I time traveled and I moved a dinosaur bone? Would, would I even have the same mom, you know, and, and or would I even exist or mm-hmm. would, would humans even exist? Um, but at the, at the same time, it's it, we're doing that right now every moment. And oh, yeah. You can't anticipate everything, but it, it, we're part of that process. Like you said, it's, <gasps> it's alive in us. Yes. What do readings do for people? So if you're feeling stuck or you're needing answers, you know, I, I, I sum it in three ways, answers, direction, and clarity, which can go in their personal level, your spiritual life, or the trans-spiritual, all those things all connected, right? So reading is, you know, the process, someone comes in, we meet, right? I'm going to take, I'm going to read their energy. I might read their cards. I might read their palms. I might, um, you, you know, start by asking them a couple questions and about their goals. But I'm going to take a look through a trained eye at what's going on in their energy, and if they are having certain problems, what is what is the cause of those problems? What is the the way that they can move forward? Um, and then what are the processes they need to know about? Basically, a reading is going to show you what's happening behind the curtain. It's all happening in the world of energy, right? When you understand what's happening in the world of energy, no matter what's going on physically. So sometimes people have big physical problems, but it's a small tweak in the world of energy and things can really start to change. Other times, there's many little things going wrong, but there's a big energetic pattern someone's got to work on. And it kind of everything in between those two, you know, extremes. So a reading is going to give you a look into the world of energy, teach you what's going on there. What do you need to know about your life and, and, and how you're living and, and, and how you're invoking those energies in your life? And, and I've told you uh, in the last time we met, I use my five element system, which is to how to bring those elements into balance. We've got the water element, which is our which is our seeking fulfillment and connection in our emotional inner world, emotional and inner world. We've got the fire element, which is our aura and how we're interacting with all the things around us um, and, and where we find our adventure and, you know, fulfillment in life um, on the physical, uh, you know, and, and, and kind of energetic realm. Then we've got the earth element, which is the body, the home, career, and finances. And those, there's energy that represents all of that. And we have the mind goals and thoughts about the future and air and these elements all mirror each other and balance each other or oppose each other depending on what's going on the fifth element is the spirit element and the spirit element is about what's the pattern going on and like we were talking about earlier what's the what is the overall pattern and what is what kind of awareness of overall patterns is going to help you where what is that theme of the chapter you're in right now what's the biggest thing you need to know to shift things so what do we cover in a reading? All the big areas, love, health, you know, finances, career, but also what ties all these things together? Why is everything happening the way it's happening? Where are you at on your life path and spiritual journey? What are your goals and how is the best way to get there? And ultimately, if you need clarity, we're going to get you clarity so that you can know how to create in your life and not just feel like life is happening to you. Exactly. A and, lot of people, and I'm being honest and maybe I hope you agree with me, the majority of people walk through life like zombies. They're lost. Right. You know, I, I think that it is easy to feel lost, but we've spent thousands of years being told fate is something that happens to us. And, and arguably, we're in the conditions now where a, a lot of us are you know, more equipped to create our own reality, right? Spiritually and, and physically, mind you. But 
I believe that the the power of the mind is is the most unrivaled power you know in this universe and and there are certain things cause and effect that still need to play out. Fate will take care of cause and effect. I would say fate's the default option. If you've got a cause and effect, fate's going to take care of that. If you already created a cause, you're going to get the effect. But what knowing where you're at and where you stand energetically is where you take over for fate and you start to become the creator in your life. And there's a real nice joy in being the creator in your life. The kind of prerequisite is you need that clarity and understanding to do it. And it's not hard, but once you get there, you can really start making those shifts and, and I love watching people go through that process and help guiding them through. If I had a reading, one, do you usually do a second reading when they come back? Some people I meet once. You know, some people I meet once, and I'd love to see them again, and maybe life just gets in the way or they, they got enough from that. Some people I see over and over again. I really try to encourage people we can build on that work to build on it over time. Um, some people I do like coaching programs with, and I, we commit to three months or six months. I finished a program with 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 a client I really love working with, and I, I was had so much joy in watching her life totally change. She was already a successful and happy person, mind you, but I, I, I was it was wonderful to be part of that transformation. So you know, I'm, I'm here for the 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 chance meeting, you know, the one hour together, but but I'm also here for the long haul with a lot of people too. And a lot of times people come as needed or once a year or just, you know, it depends on everyone's needs, right? Not everyone's in dire need for information constantly. But what people who work with me know is if they're stuck, they know who to call. Well, I come just to talk. Right, right. It's, it's really fun. We have <laughs> such a unique relationship when it comes to how we work together because you're just, you want to, you, you want to go as deep as anybody. Yes, I, I love the, the, and you bring that to me that I can't get somewhere else. Most people can't cannot take their minds or their souls into a deep place of deep thinking, and you do. When I'm with you, that the questions automatically come out on a deeper level. That's just unbelievable. I love it. Yeah, that's, yeah. How, I, that's how I feel too. And a lot of times, I you know when I meet someone who's, who considers themselves really spiritual, a lot of times we may have different thoughts because you know I'm really grounded and practical, but I'm also expansive, right? And I love that when we meet, you like you bring all the expansiveness, and and I bring you know my my grounded perspective on all that, how to tie it all into the world and everything. So I, it feels like fusion, right? Because you take me up and out, and then you know, and then and we talk about the framework and the, and how things work and why and how. It's a lot of fun. You know, and then, and then sometimes I meet someone who's really stuck in the world, and then it's the opposite. They're like here, and they're not anywhere else. And I'm like, hey, come with me. Yeah, so it's fun when journey. I meet you because you're like, take a ride. Let's go on the magic carpet, and I'm like, yes, let's go. And like, it, it, it's it's like taking a tour together almost. I've never met anyone who can take me to a deeper level than you, and it's a deeper level that I crave and yearn for, and only you take me there. Oh, I'm so glad. I, I I think it's all about connection, you know, and I think because we have a great connection, it's just like we get each other. And to me, it's just it, it's really joyful and wonderful to tell to, to connect with you. Every Anytime I see you text and you want to get together, I'm like, yes, like because you're a fun person, too. So we, it's meaningful, but it's so much fun. You I know? think if you don't ask questions about what's out there energy wise or spiritually or the universe, I think you're dead inside. Now, that's just me. That's just me. I get it. You know, I, I've I've seen life happens in cycles, right? And sometimes we push that down 
and we just didn't know we were doing it. But I've also seen people come back from that too. Mm-hmm. And, and I think if anyone's, you know, listening and wondering, is that me? Am I dead inside? As long as you're wondering, you're not. Yeah. It's the people who That's don't wonder at all. You got to think. Yeah. And then even if you're wondering, it can be kind of hard, but it's, it's a prerequisite. We just start to open it up, you know, again, little by little. And, you know, that's why a guide's important sometimes. It, it can be hard and even sometimes overwhelming to do it on your own. But it's it's fun. And as we found, when you meet the right people, the magic happens, right? <laughs> exactly. Next time I do want to talk about past lives. Okay. It is a deep subject. And I want to talk about the dream world and, okay. and past lives and the Akashic Records. I'll tell you, you know, my take on it's probably really unique to me, but I, I look forward to jumping in. Oh, I got, you guys have to hear this. <laughs> I am Charlie May, and this is the Spirit Guider. Thank you, Yale. Thanks for having me. <laughs>